you're welcome to Mountain Springs Church Podcast, a podcast that brings you life-giving teachings and sermons from our church leadership. We hope that as you listen, you will be blessed and edified in your walk with Jesus Christ. And now, stay tuned as we bring you the teaching for today. Hello, this is Fidelis Dobo. You're welcome to today's edition of Mountain Springs Church Podcast. Now, we are in a season of thanksgiving, especially here in North America, specifically here in Canada. We're giving thanks to God, and there is a day set aside. It's even a holiday for everyone in the entire country to observe thanksgiving. As much as I understand that and I celebrate that, I want to say that thanksgiving should be something that happens every day in our lives. It should be the air we breathe. It should be what we're saying in and out of our lives. It should be exactly everything that God expects of us to say to Him at every moment of our lives. I kind of understand that it's good to set aside a day where the nation recognizes that we should give thanks to God. Not only thanking God, but thanking those in our lives that as those that have made inputs in our lives. The point here is this. Thanksgiving is something that God expects from us. As his creation. The Bible says that God has made everything so that they can worship him and they can give thanks to him. Everything was made, you know, to express of God. As they release their nature and as they release their characteristics, they are thanking God for what he has done in their lives. That, in, that includes us as well. But I want to start today by reading First Thessalonians chapter 5, starting from verse 16. Now it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now this was Paul speaking right now. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. Let me pause here. Give thanks in all circumstances. That doesn't really sound like something that people really want to hear today. The world is crumbling in one way or the other. There's war happening in Europe. The economy is it's nose diving. People are beginning to behave unseemly, gross, inhumanity happening, racism, and all kinds of stuff that are happening. And then someone will ask the question, why should I give thanks when the world is not at peace? Why should I give thanks when things are not going the way I really want them to go? There's nothing to be thankful about. We're struggling to make a living. And he said I should be thankful for that. He says, give thanks in all circumstances. Notice he said, in all circumstances. Now, Paul is not saying give thanks for everything that happens to you or give thanks for all circumstances, but in all circumstances. There's a big difference. Now, God expects us to be in a position of thankfulness, in an attitude of gratitude. That is exactly what he's saying here, that no matter what happens to you, no matter what is going on in the world today, no matter what has transpired in your life, there's a gross disappointment that you're experiencing, massive failure. People have deserted you because of one reason or the other. The Bible says, in these circumstances, in all these situations, maintain an attitude of gratitude. 
That is exactly what God is expecting of us in this day and age. God is not saying that we should be totally unaware of what is happening in the world. He knows very well that we live in this world. Jesus said to his disciples, in the world you will have trouble, you will have tribulation. But take urge, I have overcome the world. He knows very well that if we live in this world, we're going to come face to face with troubles. We're going to come face to face with all kinds of attacks and just name it. Things are going to happen in the world because we're living in a broken world. We're living in a world that is under the influence of the evil one himself, the devil. We're living in a world that is that has lost his sense of peace or decency. There's war and rumors of war everywhere. Economy is crashing down. People are really going through tough times. But God is saying to us, we should never allow the world to influence the way we do life. We should never allow the world to come into us and make us people who grumble and just falls at anything that happens because things are not working well. He wants us to maintain that attitude of gratitude, even in the situation. In everything, we should maintain that act of thanksgiving, in that mode of thanksgiving, no matter what happened. Because God has done so much for us. The fact that we don't see them does not mean that they have not happened. The fact that we have not encountered them or experienced them in our lives does not mean that God hasn't done anything. But when we switch into the mode of thanksgiving every day of our lives, it makes a huge difference in the way we walk with God, in the way we walk with our fellow human being. It makes such a huge difference. And I think that not only God requires to hear the word thank you. And I think if I'm speaking to you right now, you know very well that you really want to be thanked for something that you've done. Every human being have that innate desire for someone to say thank you to them. Whether we like it or not, we have that passion deep down in us to be thanked by people in our lives. It's just natural. The two magic words, please and thank you. And I think children need to learn that as well because what we imbibe into them Will eventually show forth in their life as they grow up to become adults. It's something that we should learn to imbibe in our lives. Thanksgiving is a very good virtue in our lives. When Paul says, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning us in Christ Jesus. He meant it. Because if there's anyone who has gone through turbulence in life, just Paul. He was beaten with many stripes. He had experienced shipwreck. He had experienced an attack from wild animals. He had even experienced being beaten by people that he loved, left for dead. But the same Paul said, in everything, be thankful to God. Recognize that thanksgiving should not be a response to what happened to you. It should be something that is oozing out. A sense of gratitude. A posture of thankfulness. Be thankful. I know you've gone through times of hardship. I know you've gone through times of turbulence. 
I know you've been disappointed by someone that you've invested in most of your life. And you have been deserted by those such people. You have been lied about. You have been indiscriminately treated. And God is saying, remain thankful. Be thankful regardless of what people have done. Be thankful regardless of what has happened to you. Maintain that attitude of gratitude in you. That's the way forward with God. And the truth is that when you say thank you, it does not only do something good to the feeling of those whom you are thanking, it does something to you as well. As a matter of fact, the feeling or the, or the sense of gratitude in your life is a means to good health. That sounds strange, but that's the truth. Anyone who always complains, check it out. You struggle with stress. You see all kinds of things that are not working. Your eyes have become so open to the weaknesses in others that you can always voice it out and you have no reason to be thankful about anything. It does so much to your health. It stifles the health of any human being when someone is always grumbling always complaining and always saying things that actually shows a sense of ingratitude so what we're saying today is something that is not only for those receiving attitude of thanks but also for those giving it giving thanks to others being thankful to god and being thankful to the people in our lives just say thank you but let's put it in the context of god in our lives do you think that we should be thankful to God? Or do you think there's anything in our lives that we should be thankful for? A lot. A lot. There is no reason for us to complain about what God has done in our lives or what God hasn't done in our lives. The truth is, God has done so much in our lives. And the only thing we can do is to reflect and go back to them and be thankful for them. When we begin to focus on things that are not working, we magnify them to the extent that it causes the good things in our lives to pale into insignificance. The truth is that we should always put before us the things that God has done in our lives. Have a sense of remembrance. Have a history that you recall at one time. You know, sometimes when we are in a position or in a situation of hardship and trials and trouble or tribulation, we tend to forget what God has done in our lives. I believe that God gave us memory so that we can recollect the good things that has happened to us. And there is a song we used to sing back in those days. Count your blessings and name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the law has done. When we take a pause in life, be still and reflect and look back and see how God has led us to where we are today and see how God has protected us, how God has provided for us in times of difficulty, how God has made things happen for us that we, in spite of our intelligence and influence and connection, would never be able to achieve. Those are things that we should remember and be thankful for. It may not be a physical presence, it may not be a physical reality, that is a spiritual reality that I must come to realize that God is working in us, has not stopped working, he continues to work in us, and that's why we are where we are today. 
Now, the truth is, no one actually can say there is nothing to be thankful for, no matter what has happened. But if you are alive, that is the first place to start. That is a sign that God is working in your life. Now, let me read Psalms chapter 118 verse 29. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And we see that his steadfast love endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Now, I hear a lot of teachings or people talking about the fact that God has placed sickness on them so that they can learn something good. God caused that bad thing to happen in, in their lives so that they can learn the lesson. The Bible is saying here that give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Now, we serve a good God who would never inflict you with tribulation. We serve a good God who will never inflict us with things that will destroy us. Things that will make us feel miserable in life. That's not God. The Bible says that God is good, that He is the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness or neither shadow of doubt or turning. He says He gives and He does not upbraid. He does not take back what He gives. Paul says in Romans that the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. They cannot be revoked. Once God gives, he doesn't take back. God has given us life. He's not the one that has taken our lives. God will not take the lives of anyone. He's blessed us with good lives here on the earth. With long life and prosperity, he said he will satisfy us and he will show us his salvation. So if you look at all these things, I don't think there's any way we can fault God that he has not been faithful in our lives or he has not been good to us. He is a good God. Goodness is his nature. When God shows up in our lives, one thing we experience is his goodness. He doesn't do goodness or he doesn't do good. He is good. God does not do something good. He is good. Goodness is his nature. If God is at work in your life, one of the things you would see working in your life is the goodness of God. If we back up to the preceding verse, in verse 28 of Psalm 118, it says, You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God. I will extol you. Now there's something here that is grabbing my attention. It says, You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. I will give thanks to you. Thanksgiving is just not a spontaneous outburst that happens to everybody. Most of the time, it has got to be a decision you make to thank him. It is a decision you make. It says, I will. You have to will or willingly give thanks to God. And that's why in Hebrews, we speak about the sacrifice of praise thanksgiving sometimes you may not see anything in, around you to be thankful for your life may be in, a, in disarray and things happening in a way you don't want it but you have to come to a place of decision to be thankful i believe to maintain an attitude of gratitude your will has to be put into work you have to make a decision you have to bypass the way you feel bypass your emotions Bypass the way you're, you're thinking about things and allow your emotion and move your will 
and thank God for it, regardless of what is happening. I believe that's what Paul is saying. If we merge these together or if we juxtapose them together, when Paul says in First Thessalonians, in all things give thanks. And the psalmist here says, I will thank you or give thanks to God. If we put them all together, so whether you are in a shipwreck situation, whether you are in a messed up situation, regardless of what the circumstance is, there are two things that count here. Be in an attitude of thanksgiving and let it be a decision that you make for yourself. Lord, I know that things are not working right now. I'm not depending on them or looking at them, but I'm looking up to you and I'm thanking you for what you've done, for what you're doing, for what you're going to do. I'm thanking you for it. These are sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving. That, I believe, is what God really wants us to do. He wants us to maintain that attitude of thanksgiving. It's an attitude that should come from the inside of us. And then sometimes, if we're not feeling like it, we should press ourselves and just utter the word, thank you, God, for what you're doing. I remember Job. His wife looked at him and said, look, look at what you're suffering. You've lost everything you've worked for in life. You've lost your health. Why don't you just curse God and die? You have lost everything. What else is left? The Job looked at her and looked at everything and says, You know what? I may not understand what is going on, but I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that my Redeemer lives. That's a powerful way of expressing it. Jeremiah was speaking about it. He says, Look, if there's anyone that should boast, you shouldn't boast because of who you are. You should boast for one thing that you understand and you know God. That's the boast that should be in our mouth. We should make a boast at any point in time that God is the God of the universe. That regardless of what happens, He is bigger than the mountain, He is greater than the sea, He is magnificent. He can do all things. When we come from that perspective, it changes our mindset, it changes our situation. Your situation doesn't change until your mindset changes about your situation. Because most of the time, the problem that we're dealing with is not really the problem. The problem is the way we are responding to the problem. Our response usually counts much more than what comes back to us. Someone said that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to what happened to you. Wow, this is powerful. I really want us to imbibe this attitude of thanksgiving. It is what God has called us into. It's a lifestyle. It shouldn't be a holiday for us to express thanks to God. It shouldn't be a day set aside. I thank the government for what they've done. They've set aside a day once in a year to give thanks to God. That's okay. But for us Christians, it's a daily affair. As you wake up in the morning, as you go back to sleep, thanksgiving should be in your lips. You should not stop. Jesus said, and if you guys stop praising my name or stop thanking me, he says he will raise the stones to give thanks to him. So God can even cause things to give thanks to him. You know, if we say we don't want to thank God, it's not going to do him anything. <laughs> it's not going to you know, cause him to fall from his throne. He would rather make the stones give thanks to him. But the reason I believe he's telling us to do this is for our own benefits. Because a heart of gratitude, a thanksgiving heart, is a heart that is healthy. It's a heart 
that will see things that are positive. It's a heart that will be open to good things. And when your heart is open to good things and you see positive things, your life will walk in that direction because your life will always gravitate in the direction of your dominant thoughts. Through thinking thankful thoughts, they are gravitating in that direction. Good things happen. We just see things working for our favor because of the attitude of gratitude that we imbibe in our lives. I want to stop here for today. But I strongly believe that I've been able to stir you up today. That if there's anything that is weighing you down and is putting down your countenance and things are not working, I want to challenge you. Take time. Give thanks to God. Thank God for what He has done. Thank God for what He has promised to do for you. Most of all, thank Him because of who He is. And thank Him because of what He has made you to become in His kingdom. God bless you. I hope to see you again next time. Thank you for listening to today's teaching. We hope you were blessed and are refreshed as you listened. If you're considering supporting Mountain Springs Church in any way by giving, prayers, or being a part of our launch team, please contact us at info at mountainspringschurch.ca or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Mountain Springs Church CA. Thank you for listening today and God bless you.